Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning, and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the option. But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working-age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayode. Let me talk. No, I will, I will let you talk. Kayode. Kayode, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayode. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000. Over 1 million Lagosians. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. I'm Sandra, Sandra Ezekwasili, and these are your hard facts. Hello Lagos, good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. Uh, first one for the day, 82 new COVID confirmations yesterday. Lagos had one case. Please keep limiting your movement. Wear a mask when you're out and about or when you're around people. Give them gap, keep your distance, wash and sanitize your hands as frequently as possible. Protect yourself, protect the people that you care about. Our second hard fact, COVID vaccines are available. You can get your first those at any primary healthcare center close to you. A lot of them will um, expire by December so you need to go in and get some. Now of course we're getting more and more uh, vaccine doses uh, from COVAX and other countries so not to worry. There just may be enough for you if you want to get it. There's definitely going to be enough for the 1 million people who listen to this show. Third hard fact of the day, 11 days left before the four person panel must submit its white paper on the NSAS panel report to the Lagos state government. The government has said that he cannot comment or take further action until after the white paper. And so, like I told you yesterday, I'm going to be counting down the days because one million Lagosians cannot be wrong uh, to listen to hard facts. They listen for things like that. We don't let the stories that you care about die. And if you witness a story or a news event that you want Lagos to know about, please call us on 01465 if you witness a story or a news event that you want Lagos to know about, call us on 01-465-7175. 01-465-7175. Now, I have a great show for you today. We'll start with the big three, as always. Let's talk about Oyingbo Market Traders uh, protesting its closure. Then let's talk about another building collapse, this time in Badagri. And then let's talk about drama at the APC National Secretariat in Abuja and the PDP State Secretariat in Lagos. After that, we'll bring you League of Extraordinary Nigerians at 4 o'clock and then we'll bring you Eyewitness. There's no big hard fact today because the fourth and final quarterfinal match uh, will air from 5 o'clock. That's in the Ibex Differ Tournament. Who will join Uchechuku Golding, Tamvita Kaushik and Emmanuel Busari in the semifinals? Will it be Emmanuel Nadi or will it be Chiagozi Obona Ugu? Find out at 5 p.m. Expect news, business and sports at the top of the hour every hour. But let's get started with today's 
big three. Like I said, when I started the show today, I am Sandra Ezekwesili. And these are your hard facts. Hard facts. On 99.3 Nigeria Info. How should sanitation in markets be enforced? How should sanitation in markets be enforced? How should building standards be enforced? And why do the two largest political parties have problems at their headquarters? Those are your big three, Lagos. Let's uh, talk. Our first one is the Onyingbo market's closure and protests. The market uh, in Ebutemeta has been closed for about two weeks. Market officials say that the Yaloja General of Lagos, Falasha De Tinubojo, closed the market over poor sanitation. Specifically, there's been indiscriminate dumping of refuse. She ordered the closure, reportedly gave the traders a two-day ultimatum to clean up the place. Now, the traders claim that they've done the cleanup, but the authorities have still not reopened the market. They claim that it's because Sinubo Ojo is also demanding a five million naira fine from them. Now, we're still trying to get an official response from the Yaloja General or the Lagos State Government. I'll relate to you once we get it. But um, things took a, a, a new dimension yesterday because the traders started a protest. They marched in the area for most of the morning and into the afternoon. I hear there was terrible traffic in the area because of it. Apparently on Tuesday night, some traders broke into the market to try and get their goods out. Because remember, their goods have been locked inside the market for about two weeks. And uh, because a lot of the traders are selling perishable goods like fruits and vegetables and tubers, by the time they got in on Tuesday, they claimed that their stuff had gone bad. Victor Ochukwogo is the chairman of the Oyimbo Foodstuff Market Association. And he said, quote, we usually fumigate the market because of pests. But with the closure, pests have invaded the shops while hoodlums have been, invalid, have been invading the market. In all, about 16 million naira worth of goods were lost to the closure, end quote. That's what the chairman of the Foodstuff uh, Market Association is saying. So having allegedly lost 16 million naira in goods and allegedly facing an added 5 million naira fine, the Oyimbo traders took to the streets. Eventually, an official of mainland local government met with them, promised to look into their complaints. But I want us to notice something here. The traders are not disputing the fact that the market was dirty and needed, needed um, a cleanup in the first place. So that means that we need to ask why. Why was the market dirty? Why were people dumping refuse anyhow in the market? Let me give you some history here. Back in 2019, Loma shut down Onyibo market for this same reason. Loma accused the traders of refusing to patronize the PSPs who have the contract for garbage collection at the market. Now, I want to know if you agree that this is what is happening. Is this a problem mostly because traders are refusing to pay the refuse collectors? Or do the refuse collectors also have some responsibility here? Maybe they're not coming as often as they should. Are there things that they do which make it difficult for traders to patronize them? 
And how much of the fault belongs to the regulators? Here's what I mean. Just like I said, uh, Loma closed that market in 2019, two years ago. And now two years later, the Yaloja General has closed the market again. But in the two years in between, my question is were the regulators taking enough smaller steps on a regular basis to keep the traders and the refuse collectors on their toes? Or is this a situation where the regulators went to sleep for two years while things at the market got worse and then suddenly woke up to close the market down? If you're a trader in that market or you live around that market or you know how that market operates, I really want to hear from you this afternoon. And of course, it's not just an Oyingbo market problem, right? Almost all our markets are filthy. And it's not like a market must be dirty. You know, I've traveled a lot and there's nowhere I see markets as filthy as they are in Nigeria. You go to some other countries and their markets are much cleaner. I don't even want to talk about farmers markets in the US or Canada because you say, eh, eh, down is the West now. Uganda, you go to Uganda, you go to Ghana. Their markets may not be as clean as the ones in the West, but they are far cleaner than our own here. Or even go to Rwanda, Sif. So... What is it about our culture, our approach to public spaces, our approach to sanitation and public health that makes it impossible for us to keep markets clean? 0700993993993. You can tell me as well what you think of the um, closure of the market, the Yimbo market. Tell me what you, what you think about that in general. 0700993993993-01465-7190. We have got uh, WhatsApp today. Yay. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. We're streaming live on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. If you trade in that market, please give us a call. I want to hear from you as well. Oh, yes. And um, uh, uh, we have uh, YouTube as well. YouTube is Nigeria Info FM. 99.3, hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Good afternoon, Samuel. Good afternoon. Samuel, welcome. Okay, briefly. Concerning that Loma of the business, you know, it's um, really unfortunate because um, all these people are just government agencies and they are using government power. I mean, there's a need to, as far as I'm blamed, the market to men and market uh, men over there, and even the, the customers uh, or patronizers as well. You know, the, the first thing we need to ask ourselves is that are the market area, are they equipped with, uh, what is it called, um, um, refuse disposal bins or not? Are there any designated places, you know, for all these things to be dumped? That's number, number two. And number three is just that, I mean, if the services of this PSP people or not that, it's not quite encouraging. There's a limit to how far you can sort people, and that's what they have been doing. Even in all the local you know, they hand your place, they come and put their body or uh, the sticker and other for non-compliance and other. These are the people that you don't see. So, I mean, the same thing is to be calculated. And now when people resolve into, like, fine, let's find a means of disposing their waste and all that. Hmm. Then you browse through the yellow because all those yellow they are being installed by these government powers as well. So they work for them. 
Okay. Even if they see what is good at times, because they have their food there, so they don't want to like, okay, against the government. So instead, they will pound on the people that they can know. I mean, they have no power to do anything against them. So it's just the kind of situation we have found ourselves. Create an enabling environment and see if people will comply or not. But when the enabling environment is not provided, I think that's why you can, I mean, bully people on that. Thank you. All right. Do you do you agree with Samuel? What do you think about the points that Samuel just made? Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero. How you feel about the market will include for Yingbo ninety nine point three? Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? What's your name, sir? My name is Joe. Okay. From Your line isn't very clear. I don't know what's happening there. I say my name is Joshua. I'm calling you from Mushi. Aha, uh-huh. Joshua. Just keep talking like this. Welcome to the show, Joshua. Go ahead. Ah, Joshua, your line is not very clear. Oh, call us back, okay? Please call us back. We're streaming live on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. If you're abroad or you'd like to call into the show, call us via Skype. Skype is Nigeria Info FM. Nigeria Info FM. We've got uh, Francis on the line. Hi, Francis. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Francis. Welcome. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Welcome. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh... As for the Onyibo market uh, closure, mm-hmm. it's all about um, value and uh, quality. And everything has been monetized in this side of the world. So PSP, they've been using PSP to play politics. Hello? Okay. Yeah. They've been using PSP to play politics. Remember during the era of Ambode. Okay. How Ambode trying to bring them to order and they left races littered all over the Lagos. So Sandra, you remember? Okay. I remember, yes. I'm, I'm waiting yeah. for it's you. It's all about politics. The people's life, the government, they are using it to play politics. They're using dirty to play politics. Is that why our markets are dirty? Yes, Sandra. You know, uh, in, 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 the, in the market I found myself here, in the corridor of here, mm-hmm. um, the government has failed in their own part to produce uh, or produce a means of moving the, the refuse. And uh, why we, the people, we are paying money and we are not benefiting on what we are paying for. After paying money, then they will allow the riches littered all over the street. And at the end, the government will come after the market, threatening to close the market. What can you make out of that? It's all about trying to exercise power on the people. But even during military era, markets were filthy. So is it really politics that is causing it? Hello? Francis, do you hear me? All right, we've lost the connection to Francis there. But yeah, that's a, that's you know that's a point for the next person who's going to uh, give me a call and talk to me about the politics of this. 99.3, hello. 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 Hello, hello. this is uh, Victor calling from my trust. Victor, welcome. Yeah. Um, you see, um, sometimes this dating in our market, 
sometimes it's politics and sometimes it's our people there. Okay. You see, um, I went to some market in Lagos Island. You see, that place is very, 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 very dirty. Then I started asking those, those people that are selling market there. You people, so you could have power even to um, find somewhere to wreck all this dirty for one place and keep it. And you people leave this dirty here. You know, people are matching it where they fall like this. You won't see a place to match out. All of them are there with smell and everything. If you ask them, they say, eh, okay, where can we see the person that we carry? Why can't you see people that you carry the tea on the front of your shop? You see, there, are some, there are many, many malams moving around, mm. you know, collecting refuse. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and the refuse will give them that refuse to, to, to carry. Mm. They just made them with the dirty. It's very bad. Everything is not government. Please, that's my own thing, um, contribution for this. Let, let, let them fight themselves and, and know what to do by themselves. All right. Yes. Thank you very much for calling. If you just tuned in and you're wondering, well, what are we talking about today? We started with the Oyingbo market closure and protests. The market in Abutameta has been closed for about two weeks. Market officials say that the Aloja General of Lagos, Folashade Tinubojo, uh, closed the market over poor sanitation. Uh, there's been indiscriminate dumping of refuse. Uh, so she ordered the closure and reportedly gave the, tr the traders a two-day ultimatum to clean up the place. Now, the traders claim that they've done that cleanup, but the authorities have still not reopened the market. They claim that it's because Sinubo Joy is also demanding a five millionaire fine from them. And we're still trying to uh, get an official response from the Yaloja General of the Lagos State Government. Uh, so yesterday, some people broke into the market. They claim that their goods were getting destroyed. The chairman of the Foodstuff Market Association said that they'd lost about 16 million naira. But in all of the things that they're saying, the one thing that they did not dispute was that market dotty. They're not disputing that fact. Say, market dotty, we gas cleaner in the first place. Because that's what led to the closure to begin with. That's why me and they ask why. Why are markets they always dirty? Why people they dump dirty anyhow? For markets, inside markets. Why? When I started, I told you in 2009, sorry, 2019, just two years ago, two, two years ago, Loma shut down on Yubo Market for the same reason. They accused the traders of refusing to patronize uh, Loma. Because Loma had contract at that time for garbage collection in the market. But for that particular one, I don't know the details one way or the other. Do you agree that this happened? This is what's happening? Is this a problem because traders are refusing to pay? Or is it a, a problem because uh, uh, refuse collectors are not coming as often as they should? Do they sh share some responsibility here? Are there things that the refuse collectors do, maybe, that make it difficult for traders to patronize them? How much of the fault belongs to the regulators? Because 2019 and 2021, two years. And in that two years, are you saying that nothing changed? Because two years later, the Yaloja General closed the market again. Between that time, between the two years, from 2019 until now, 
Were the regulators doing enough to make sure that that market was clean? Were they taking smaller steps to make sure that market was clean? Is this a situation where they went to sleep for two years and then shut down market for two weeks and counting? But my own big question is, why our markets stay dirty? Why? That's my big question, to be honest with you. What do you think about the closure of the Oyimbo market? You can start there. Then you can talk to me about why our markets are filthy. Why are Nigerian markets this filthy? Because like I said, the traders are not disputing the fact that the market was dirty and they needed to clean up. Which led to the closure to begin with. But could the closure have been done in a way that didn't spoil traders' goods? If you were asked to allocate blame, when I was on uh, in Port Harcourt, I had a show called Who is to Blame? <laughs> but if you wanted to blame someone for this situation, would you allocate the blame to the traders, to the customers, to the refuse collectors, or to the regulators, or to everybody? Who would have the bigger blame in this situation? 01465-7190 for women. For men, 0700-993-993-993. I've got about one minute to give one caller before we take a break. Hello. 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 Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Can you talk to me in one minute? We have a break coming up. What's your name? Okay, Sandra is equal to me, Noye. Noye, welcome. We've got one minute for you, Noye. Welcome. My, my sister, mm-hmm. people are discussing that thing is we, we human beings. Now you're asking me about why is that our market dirty? Mm-hmm. Our, market should, our market must be dirty because they sell something that, that is dirty. In the sense that if somebody that sells garbage, you know that before you even see the inside of garbage, you sort of want to move all those things. All those things, front things are, are dead. And what I'm going to on again, I'm blaming the lawman. Okay. They are attacking the thing. Okay. Because they cannot tell me that all those people don't, don't pay, don't pay, don't pay their TV. They cannot tell me that. Do they come, do they come when they're supposed to come and pack those dead things? That is it. You will not expect a market woman to, to be, after she sells him, she, after she sells him, she can pay you money. She can't see you in the market, she can't go to the park, the people they put inside your bed. See, inside, inside, all, those, all those boys that, that is working in law, Mamoto, what are they working for? All right. Thank you for calling, Nonye. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll keep talking. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. Don't go away. Listening to your number one station for talk. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. It's 3.29. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. We start the day by bringing you three of the biggest stories of each day. And at least four people are dead in another building collapse. This one in Badagri. That's our second story. It happened at Flour Mills Estate. Uh, the statement from Ibrahim Farinloye, the NEMA spokesperson, reads, quote, A two-story building under construction at Flour Mills Estate collapsed at about one o'clock uh, this afternoon. Five workers were rescued alive with very 
serious degrees of injuries and taken to Catholic's hospital at Mabong, while four died who were being taken to Badagri General Hospital by the police. Uh, the families and relations of the affected victims have been identified by the relations of the victims. The building is located behind a dwelling structure. Rescue operations have been concluded now, end quote. Four dead, five rescued. This time it's a two-story building that went down. I don't really, I don't even, I really don't know where to start with this story, to be honest with you. We've been talking about the Gerard Road collapse for weeks now. That one was a 21-story building. So a lot of our conversation has been about whether there was an approval for a building that high, whether the foundation and the pillars and other structures were strong enough for a building that high. And now we have a two-story building. Two. How is it that we have builders that can't even put up a two-story structure? I really want us to think about that today. Think about all the two-story buildings going up in your neighborhood right now, in your estate right now. The ones that went up just this year alone. I live right across the street from one and I always tell you that the the that particular uh, 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 story building in my neighborhood that I think went up too fast where I used to live before before I moved away from there where by the way that landlord has still not paid me my uh, what's in the column my uh, what's that fee called again caution deposit he's not refunded me it's been one year now i moved out in november last year it's been one whole year and uh what's his name uh oji mr oji has still not paid me my money but that's diverting but ask yourselves how many of those buildings being constructed in your estate at the moment being constructed in your neighborhood at the moment how many of those buildings were constructed with better due diligence than this one in Badagri? Ask yourself another question. Does the government have the capacity to monitor the construction of all story buildings that go up in a year? In Lekki, story buildings go up in three months, six months, and I'm always so alarmed. I'm not talking about just the massive towers in Ikui. I'm talking about two-story, three-story, one-story. These buildings. Does the government have the capacity to monitor all of them? Because clearly those ones need monitoring as well if they're collapsing. A two-story building collapsing in Badagri. Can the government monitor all of them? If they can't, are we doomed? Is there anything that we can do to make sure that we're not sleeping in our beds one day and the building will collapse and kill us, just like it did with the Lecky Gardens um, estate sometime in 2014, I believe it was. Because we've forgotten that that thing happened in Lagos as well. Talk to me, Lagos, 01465-7190-0700-993-993-993. You can still talk to me about the market that was shot in a Butemeta or Yimbo market. Talk to me about that. And answer my question about why our markets are so dirty. It's not just an Onyibo market problem. It's a Nigerian markets problem. Why are our markets so filthy? 
and this is not even something you can say Sena climbs. Neighboring African countries, their markets are not filthy like our markets. They're not as clean as Western markets, but they are not nearly as filthy, as in not even by a mile, as our own. So what is about what is it about us that makes us okay with living in filth in our markets? Ninety-nine point three. Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name, ma'am? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Let me just quickly start from the market. Okay. Yeah. You know, before around sixty, seventy, all the market after daily sales in the market, hmm. they call them. Uh, they, I will use you and I will try to translate it. Okay. Okay. They used to come and sweep after every day, daily sale. Before you come in the morning, hmm. the whole place will be clean okay. for another day sale. But when, after 1999, they started taking matters from the people. All right, their party member will be in charge of the market. They will just collect money for tickets. At the end of the day, they will not try to do the cleaning. You know that every Thursday, mm. if you go to market, mm. you won't see anything to buy mm-hmm. until after 10 o'clock. Mm. Yet, the old place is still dirty. Mm-hmm. It's the first of government that taking market from the real people. Okay. The market belongs to the people. Okay. But since 1999, they are taking market away for themselves. Collecting money. Use them to support whatever they want them to support for uh, election. Okay. I've been in Ghana. You know, there is a market called uh, Makola in uh, uh, Ghana. Mm-hmm. If you go there, a lot of, the market will pull. A lot of dress will be on the floor. But the essence uh, of people, as I said, we used to do it before in, in Nigeria, before the uh, democracy come. Mm. They change everything. Everything is politics. The politicians will take things for their their party member, for their something that's supporting them. That is where they mess everything. On the building, because everybody is shy away to say the truth. The problem we are having in building, you see over 140 something house collapse. Mm. First of all, the place we are using in Nigeria now is not the school college. I remember how this man was before, which. which Low price, high quality. Okay. High price, low quality. And nobody wants to go there because of the people involved in this man. That is where the big problem comes from. And all the material, the iron, this man, is inferior. You see, when everything falls down, we just see them like a, a little, little something. Mm. We not see strong, solid concrete as the pillar. Mm. I don't, you see... I will, I will test you. Mm-hmm. I will get someone mm-hmm. that will explain everything that's going on in Nigeria in building. I know a lot better. I don't want to go, go on. Nobody wants to say the truth. Mm-hmm. Those people that are supposed to monitor the house, they call them uh, 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 quantity surveyor. Uh, I mean, no quantity surveyor. Hey, hey, I forgot their name. Maybe in another time I will remember. Okay. So, like I said, out there, but they fail to do their work. They just after money. 
Huh. Thank you so much for calling us, uh, which reminds me on Monday at five o'clock, we're actually going to talk about uh, building collapses. So uh, we'll, talk, we'll take a look at the Gerard building. We'll talk about we'll take a look at the uh, one that collapsed in Badagri as well. We'll talk about what goes into building a house. Like w- what are the things that we need to know? What are the things that could help us prevent situations like this? Five people dead. Sorry, four people dead that didn't need to die. Just you wake up, you go to, you know, find your daily bread and you die. Because corners were cut. Enforcers did not enforce. So on Monday at 5 p.m., I'll have a conversation about that. If you're a builder, if you're a structural, uh, a structural engineer, if you're a civil, uh, civic engineer, um, a civil engineer, sorry, I, I would love to hear from you. So please send me an email if you're one of these people and you would love to be my guest on Monday. Uh, send an email to Sandra at NigeriaInfo.fm. Sandra at NigeriaInfo.fm. Or call us and tell the call screener that you'd like to be my guest on Monday and she'll get your details uh, down and we can we can have a conversation about this. Because it's quite sad. It really is. 99.3, hello. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, ma'am? My name is Vito. Welcome. Hello, you're live on the show. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm first time caller. Okay, welcome. Um, okay, I just want to add one or two things mm-hmm. in terms of the market thing, the Igbo market. Yes. Uh, first thing I need to say, I think I appreciate um, Eology closing that market. Okay. It's a good step. It's going to like play a good example to other markets to be able to keep their environment clean. Because honestly speaking, when you go to all the markets in Lagos here, idea is an eyesore. It's a really an eyesore to me. Hmm. So to me, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one, she says. That would be All right. Thank you very much. Uh, 99.3. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, ma'am. What's your name? My name is Cecilia. I'm calling from my report. Good to have you on the show. Good. Thank you. In respect of the market, I want to support the very first caller that called. Mm -hmm. Ever since we started politics, that was when the uh, cleanliness of market had degraded. And another thing I think is the cause of the dirty market is if you look at these women that sell or the market seller, because of price inflation, when they inflate their prices, people will not be able to buy from them. And at the end of the day, most of those their goods get decorated. So storage is another thing. So for them to keep is an issue. So we inflating ourselves with prices is another thing. Then the issue of sanitary uh, cleaners, then I remember, permit me to speak Yoruba, they call them wole wole mm. that time. Mm-hmm. So there are some that are ascribed to the market. Which your store cannot be opened mm. until you are cleaned up. Mm. And they clean before every other or every other day, as in before the morning time. Mm. So I think they need to do more in respect of that. Mm-hmm. Then the issue of the house collapse, mm-hmm. the materials that are being used, they are very, very inferior. I'm very sure you, there's a video that went viral, I can't remember the country, that if a brick was thrown on the floor thousands of times and it never got broken. I just dropped on the floor and it got broken. So the, 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 the people that are in charge of materials, I think there is one at Vega there, 
uh, something, something material. They should go out and check all of these things. They should go out and check up on all of these things. And that is why we are having casualties. So for just a, a two-story building to get collapsed, just imagine the quality of materials they, they, that they have, been in, they have been using. So I guess the government needs and has a lot of things to do in respect of quality housing. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for calling us. Let's talk to Leke in Ikeja. Hi, Leke. Yeah, hello. Good evening, ma'am. Good evening. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so quickly, I want to talk on the Oyembo market. Mm-hmm. The issue is, actually, those guys are very dirty. Okay. But if you ask them, if you go there and you do your uh, investigation, you know that those people, they cannot skip the payment for the cleaning. Hmm. They pay almost every day, okay. if not, for the cleaning. Mm-hmm. And the money goes somewhere, yet those people will not come. I remember, you know, there was a time I go to a, a Shomolu market, mm-hmm. and I was asking a guy there, he said they pay almost for everything. If the other guy is going for a wedding, they will pay. If the other guy is going for cheap dressing title, all of them will pay. All the markets in Lagos. But you know, they are, they are cowards, so they cannot speak up. They pay for cleaning, normal people will not come. So, and you know, these people will not come once in a week to evacuate the refuse that they generate every day, which is very wrong. Mm. That is the the thing that we are not addressing. Mm. Mm. You know, for for the market, it should be like three or four buses or trucks servicing them every day. But they will not do that. They will not blame it on the market people. And, you know, the Lagos State Law permits the sense that you know, a malam or anybody cannot evacuate your refuse for you. It mm-hmm. must be the loma. Mm-hmm. But the loma people will not show up in that market mm-hmm. until everything becomes an ISO. Mm-hmm. So that is the challenge that they are having. But, you know, they won't be able to speak up. And that is the truth. And on the material, mm-hmm. this building collapse issue. Mm-hmm. Where is the standard organization of Nigeria? They are supposed to be going to all of these uh, cement factories to be testing them. Something is foundationally wrong. But, you know, we are not checking it. Like that woman that mentioned a video of a block being thrown down several times. Mm-hmm. Our own cement cannot do that block. Mm-hmm. So something should be addressed foundationally. Thank you. Thank you, Leke, for calling us. A police cordon at the APC National HQ and an eviction of the PDP State HQ. That's... Uh, our, our third story. These two stories are our third story. So let's go to Abuja first and then we'll come back to Lagos. Yesterday, police and SSS officers showed up and surrounded the APC National Secretariat. The party ESCO says that they were responding to a security report. It turns out different party factions were planning protests at the Secretariat to demand the removal of the ESCO. One of those leading these calls is Kabiru Marfa. He's a former senator from Zamfara. He's a leader of the party in Zamfara. He's insisting that uh, May Malabuni is serving illegally as party national chairman because Buni is also the governor of Yobe state. And yesterday, Marfa stated uh, his reasons for believing this. 
He said, quote, What does our party constitution say that renders Buni's committee null and void? Section 17, subsection 4 of the constitution of our beloved party says, No officer in any organ of the party shall hold executive position in government concurrently. Article 20 states that the only way the leadership of the party can evolve. End quote. And uh, what's the party saying to Marafa? Nothing. The party's not saying anything. Well, nothing from this week, at least. Last week, the party threatened to have him disciplined and expelled. But this week, the ESCO said that they will stop responding to him, that he should do his worst. Buni's spokesperson said Marafa's words were, quote, the ranting of an ant. So that's the APC's crisis. On the PDP side, we saw some drama for the Lagos chapter. They've been evicted from their secretariat for failure to pay rent. The Vanguard is reporting that court bailiffs and police officers executed the eviction order on Monday at the party headquarters in in Ikeja. They reportedly threw the party's property onto the street. Now, of course, the Gushans are wondering how the main opposition party could get evicted from a state headquarters for not paying rent. You're the main opposition party for Lagos. Kilode. You've seen some commentators use this as yet another point in the argument that the Lagos PDP is not taking its role seriously and that there's room in Lagos for a new opposition political party to rise. That's what some commentators are saying. What do you think? And yes, you can still talk about the, the Oyibo market and you can talk about the building that collapsed in Badagri. 01465-71904 women. For men, 0700-993-993-993. Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello, Sandra. How are you? I'm very well. What's your name, ma'am? Yeah, this is Alex. I want to point to what your last caller said about the fact that it is virtually impossible mm for these people not to have paid for this service. Hmm. It is impossible. If you understand how the system works mm-hmm. in the market. Mm-hmm. You see, now you've mentioned a few a few countries, even within our, envi- our you know, sub-region mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. where they run effectively. Now you will also, f- you will find out that in those countries too, hmm, mm-hmm. is the institutions that take care of those kind of things. Right. Right? right? Refuse management and all of those things. Right. Just like our own institutions. Now, the difference between them, us and them is that our institutions have are usually weakened in such a way that it, it will now make it almost it look like it is necessary to hire non-state actors to do the job. I don't know if you understand my, mm-hmm. my, my point. Yeah, Sandra. I understand. Uh-huh. The institutions are made to look so weak or that they are made so weak, actually, deliberately, so that it will, be, it will necessitate the, 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 the non-state actors to come and begin to do the same job. Sandra, between you and me, let's ask, let's ask, answer this question. Who is Iyaloja General? Does our democracy have room for him or her? Or let's say her in this case. The democracy, our democracy doesn't make room for these people. Our politicians forge offices for their cohorts. There is nothing, there is no legal office that the Yoloja General holds. Holds bad enough for her to be collecting fees and levies for more for all kinds of frivolous things. It's our way. If you go to the road safety, if you go to immigration, if you go to virtually every aspect of government, right? Hmm. 
we have the same sickness where you you whittle down or you still you appropriate the powers of the of the state and then you have to hire non-state actors. As far as I'm concerned, Sandra, I am in support of the closure of the market. But Iyaloja General, that is a non-state actor. <laughs> Alex, the firebrand. I love when she calls the show. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. 01465-7190 for women. For men, 0700-993-993-993. Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello, good evening, Sandra. Good evening, ma'am. What's your name? My name is May. Good to have you on the show. Um, I want to just give my take on the dirty market mm-hmm. around the country, mm-hmm. or more especially in Lagos. Mm-hmm. Um, every state actors have their part to play, the regulators, the traders, and the refuse collector. Right. But I'll put more of the blame on the refuse collector and the regulators. Okay. Why? Just like when we have the sanitation, probably every Saturday, mm-hmm. you see people come out of their houses and they clean their frontage, their gutters, and pack the refuse by the side of the road. Right. You find that, that the, the, the refuse collectors don't even come to collect this debt. And you see that they get, after getting dry, the debt flows back into the gutter and all over the streets. The same thing happens in the market. I went through with the last, last week, despite the fact that that place was closed, the refuse collectors did not even, it's been a long time. When I got there, I was surprised. So much filth on the road. Are they telling us that the market, the traders, the traders are the ones that are supposed to come and pack those things? Even if they pack it, where are they taking it to? You find lawman uh, trucks being packed by the roadside, telling us that the, the, the trucks are bad. Most of the time, especially on Thursday, you find that these people, are, the, the traders are judicious enough to clean their shops. They will not pack it outside, waiting for the refuse collector to come and collect it. And they will never come. They will never go to collect the debt, like, like in, um, on the island. Mm. You see this debt packed and stacked somewhere. Mm-hmm. They won't come until everything will mess up the whole place. And they will now want to go back and start collecting money from people. I know Nigerians, when there is a law, and an enforcement, they will still sit up. They'll be the one collecting whatever money you want them to collect. But as Nigerians, they say, let me see what I am paying for. If I don't get value for my money, I'm not going to pay for it. And probably that's why the traders are not paying the loma because they will pay you, and the next three, four days, one week, one, two weeks, you're not coming to collect that. Why, why, why would I pay for what I, 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 why would I pay for what I'm not enjoying? So the debt you see all over Lagos, the debt you see. But during fashion last time, the markets were fair enough because Loma was on their toes. So the regulators and also the racist collectors are to be blamed. All right. Thank you very much for calling. You know, this dirty market, Wahala, eh? it's such a national problem. So I grew up in Port Harcourt, right? And I used to go to uh, Adriaria Market in Abba sometimes. Um, I used to go to Oil Mill Market in Port Harcourt as well. And they, they have always been filthy. Like, always. So what is it about us as a people that allows for that? Like we don't care about our health. We don't care about the environment. Just dotty, 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 dotty everywhere. 
I feel like this is a big hard fact topic so we'll need to find some time maybe next week or the upper week uh, when I come back from leave and uh, take a look at this bring in the stakeholders and have a proper conversation about our markets and the dirt that collects there but let's take messages from WhatsApp before they chase me out of my studio <laughs> Yomi Williams says Sandra as valid as the excuse for closing down the Yubo market might appear to be where exactly does the Yalaja General derive such power to order the closure of the market is she ahead of a government agency is her position recognized by any enabling law and enacted by LAHA what about the report what about reporting the issue of poor sanitation to relevant agencies has the government provided proper waste management facilities within the market there these are the relevant questions that must be answered Yumi Williams thank you very much PDP were taken to court for not paying their rent and instead of them to settle this outside court they waited till the court evicted them shame on them that after just six years they've squandered the whole money and can no longer pay simple rent go to Olabode George I go to Olabode George house I tell you just breakfast alone will pay this rent all right, Kenneth from Shasha with that message. Uh, Sandra, I've not been paid. I won on your show. So for all of you who have not been paid, we're trying to ensure that we have all the data so we can pay all at once. The problem is that you send your details, we call and the number is switched off or you're not reachable or there's some reason or the other why we why you can't be reached, why we can't confirm or you're a duplicate account. So not to, not to worry if we're owing you for the monies you want on this show, you'll be paid. Let's take a break, Lagos. We'll be right back.